0: Welcome everyone to the Rav Etorah, Daf Yom Yishior. Today is Daf We will begin on Daf Yutet at the bottom of the page. Today's Daf is available. Anyone who wants to sponsor, kindly contact Mr. Victor Savag. I'll be happy to help you with this tremendous Zachut. Okay, towards the bottom of the page, uh, we start with the Tanu Rabanan. With the words "Kanu Rabanan." It's the last word in the line, about ten lines in the bottom of the page. It says the Gemara, "Kanu Rabanan, khotmin Chotim Alashtar Umetu." What happens if you have a case where two guys sign on a star, and they both die? Uba'u shnaim minashuk V'amru. Two guys come from the street and they say, Yadanu Shiktav Yadam Huze." They they know that this is the signature of those two dead guys. So, because normally, just because two witnesses sign, we have to confirm that this is their signature. Now, two other witnesses come and they say, listen, we know that this was their signature. Right? So they confirm it. Two witnesses are believed. But they claim, either they say, if the witnesses were forced. We happen to know that they were forced. We know it's a signature, but they were forced. Or they were minors, or they were gamblers, or whatever that makes them basu. <laughs> we believe them with the same pesha asad. Since without them, we wouldn't have known anything. Right? So now that we have them, uh, we have to believe them. Right? And we'll believe them even to, to disqualify the testimony of those witnesses who are on here. But if we have other witnesses that this is their handwriting, and we wouldn't need the first set, or we have their signatures coming out from another place, in either of these cases, from and and we have their, we have their, um, we, we have their signatures from a different case where there was a problem with the star and betin, and we verified it. Then and, and then they're not believed because we don't need them. What do we need you for? We have we have your your, your migu your pesha aser is out the window because uh, because we have your signature somewhere else. Umagvim and you could collect with it like a regular star. How could it be? training? Who? Why would you say that? Assuming we don't believe them, right? In other words, we had two cases in the brighter. Case number one is we believe them because they have a migu. Case two, there's no migu because we have their star somewhere else, and therefore we don't believe them when they say pasul. Why, don't, why, why are we able to collect with it? After all, usually, when two witnesses say uh, something happened and another two witnesses say something didn't happen, usually we won't collect with it. Hold on one second. Okay, you with me?. Yeah, okay. So why don't we say that the witnesses cancel each other out? We must have to say that hachasha contradicting witnesses, hazama, are the beginning, are a little bit of hazama, which is edim zomim. Let me explain to you the difference between the two. There's edim. There's Is two witnesses come and they say that Ruvain borrowed money from Shimon on Tuesday. And two other witnesses come and say, no, Rumen didn't borrow the money from Shimon on Tuesday. That's hachashah, contradicting witnesses. There's other witnesses which are called hazama witnesses. In hazama cases, there's a special law from the Torah that we believe the second pair of witnesses when they claim that not that they disagree with the first one, but that the first witnesses are liars because they couldn't have seen it in the first place. So for example, if two witnesses come and they say, that Victor borrowed a thousand dollars from Shimson on Tuesday in higher Lebanon, and two other witnesses come and they say, uh, "We don't know about borrowing money, but but we know that Victor was the entire time not in Har Lebanon. He was in Achiez and they couldn't have seen anything." So that's called Idi Hazama. We believe in the second set of witnesses. Now there's special rules for Hazama, but we're the, we're claiming here that Hachasha, the contradicting cases. Is, t'chilat hazama, is like a little bit of hazama, and therefore it has to follow those rules. We're now on the top of Chafel Mubet, And we're telling you, just like you can never do hazama, you can't do the edim zomim, unless you actually say it to the face of the witnesses that you couldn't have seen it because we were there. Hazama doesn't work if the witnesses aren't there. So too you can't contradict witnesses in front of them. And therefore... In our case, since the second set of witnesses are contradicting the first witnesses, the first witnesses are saying, by signing on the document, they're saying, look, this loan happened. And the second witnesses, by coming to Medim and saying, yes, it's their signature, but but uh, they were forced, are really contradicting them. And contradicting can't happen after the witnesses are dead, because it has to be in front of them. And therefore, that's why we won't believe the second set, and that's why we can collect with the document, because we don't, believe any statement that's said of Hazama unless the witnesses are there. Says the Gemara, Amale Rav Nachman, Ella, Havikaman, Uma Hishinu, Havachasha, Vlomashkikhinbu. So, Rav Nachman says the following statement. He says, Ilu Havikaman, if they were in front of us, Uma Hishinu, and we would contradict him. It would be a hachasha. And we wouldn't accept what it says in the star. Right? Because it would be a contradicting witnesses. Now that they're dead, maybe they would admit. So Ibn doesn't like this because he says this is a kava He says, we have a set of witnesses A, they sign on the star. Set of witnesses B, they come afterwards and they say that they were forced. So they're basically contradicting. Now, if if witnesses A were alive and witnesses B come, so we would believe witness B and we wouldn't collect with the star. Believe not believe him fully, but believe him enough that we have a doubt and we can't collect in a doubt case, right? But now that witnesses are dead, now if they're in front of us they could have admitted or denied. Now that they're dead, they can't admit. It could be that had they been here, they would have admitted. So if when they're in front of us, where the witnesses deny it, and they're yelling, no, it's not true, we weren't forced, we still will believe them, now that they're dead, where they could have possibly admitted, right? Surely we should believe the second set meaning if you believe the second set even though the first one's yelling and screaming no, no, no it's not true we weren't forced surely you should believe the second set in a case where the first set is dead and they might even have said you know you, yeah, you're right we were forced oh. so Rav Nachman doesn't like that answer Ela, so he doesn't go with the answer of Edea Khasha. El Uki Tre lahadi trei we cancel out the two witnesses. Which witnesses, the first set? The, the no, in other words, we take set A, and we put them against set B, and they cancel each other out. The so no witnesses. The uki mimona Therefore, we leave the money in the chazakah of the owner. Meaning, the, the document says that, that, that Ruvain owes money to Shimon. And since the two witnesses cancel out, So Rav Achman says, well, Ruvain doesn't have to give the money to Shimon. Now, if Shimon would collect the money from Ruvain, and, and, and then Ruvain wants a refund, he's not entitled to a refund, because who says you're entitled to a refund either? We don't know what to do. And therefore, leave the money where it is. But, uh, had Shimon already had the money, we would leave the money there too. Now, Rav Nachman brings a proof. Like the case of a guy called Bar Shatya. Now, this guy Bar Shatya would sometimes be a hundred percent and sometimes not a hundred percent. Right? Hold on one sec. So this guy Bar Shakya was sometimes a hundred percent and sometimes not a hundred percent. Right? Because one time ta- and this guy one time he sold one of his lands and he wrote a star, and afterwards he claimed, Hey, I sold that land when I wasn't a hundred percent, and therefore I want my land back, I'll give you back your money. And the buyer says, Hey, you were normal. You're just trying to get back the land because it went up in price. You got it? Yeah, I got it. So Atu Betre, so two witnesses came, Vahmary, and they said, Kishu Shotes, I mean he was nuts when he did it. The Atu Betre and two other witnesses came and they said, Kishou is like, I know he was normal when he did it. So we had two we had two conflicting sets of witnesses. The so, of Ashi, says, Uki tre the Haditre. Cancel out this two with that two, and leave the money in the land of Bashatya. So too in a similar case, by here, also here, well, in that case the money would stay with Barshakia with the Majnun guy, but over here we want to say the same thing. The Ruvain says that Shimon owes him money. That's what it says in the Shtar but. The two the two witnesses on the star are dead, and the other two witnesses are coming and saying that uh, that the, the the two witnesses it is their signature, but it's forced. So we're going to say, hey, cancel out the two sets of witnesses, and leave the money where it is. Reuben is not to pay because we don't know if the we don't know if the star is good. So the I so lost the in the land. The, the person gets to keep land. Keep the land. Correct. Okay. <laughs> That's only true if the land was always his from his father's. And therefore, he doesn't need to prove that he had the land. But if it wasn't, if, if this land wasn't the, the, this guy's land, let's say the guy bought the land, then, I, then not necessarily do you have to keep the land. Why? Because, because over there, we don't know that you had the land in the first place. Because the same way we don't know if you were 100% when you sold the land, we don't know if you were 100% when you bought the land. If the land was always his father's, then you're right. So then he can keep the land. But if the land wasn't always his father's, and he bought the land, so we could tell him, the same way we're not sure you were 100% when you sold it, we're not sure you are 100% when you bought it, it's not necessarily your land either. Mm-hmm. Right? Wait, I should me. Hold on. Make okay. So you can't do Edim do, Zomim do unless the witnesses are in front of you. But you can contradict the witnesses when they're not there. So this Rabbi is disagreeing with the Rabbi like last time, and he's saying that the witnesses have to be in front of us. You can't do it after the witnesses are dead. But hakhasha, you can do when the witnesses are not there. Right? Vazamash lovif nehem nihi dazamalo havi. Hakhasha miyahavi. Not only that, if they do hazama, let's say, for example, hazama means that the witnesses B claim that witnesses A couldn't have seen it because they were with us. That hachasha that has the, in that law that has a special rule that you're able to to punish the first witnesses by giving them what they tried to do. So if the, over here in our case, if they tried to make Reuven give Shimon a thousand dollars, they're gonna have to give Reuven The witnesses will have to pay. Now that they were proven that they weren't there at the time, they're gonna have to actually pay Reuven money. Now this that thing is called edim Zomim. The Deen of edim Zomim only works. Only works if they're in front of you. But if they're not in front of you, it works like a contradiction. And uh, and the chidush here is that we don't say, "Oh, well, now that the guy's dead, you can't." We don't care that he was he wasn't there. No, we say it's like a contradiction, and therefore it, uh, it'll cancel each other. The other witnesses out. Says the Gemara Amar Mor, so this is an interesting statement. We had said that if we know it's their, if we know it's their um, signature from another document that was out there, and there was a a, a conflict in Bedin then and we figured out this is their signature, then we don't believe them because well, we know we already know it's their signature, and you don't have a anymore. So the Gemara is, is is pouncing on those words. What do you mean? Oh, that, that there was a, a conflict in Bitin. You mean to say that if there was no dispute in Betin, then we won't trust them? That's Rami, that's a proof to Rabami. Because he says, and we came at the El you could never certify the witnesses on Ashtar unless the shtar that you're certifying it from was actually in debate. But if you just have another star that wasn't in debate, you can't do it. We'll see why. Let's say you want to certify the witnesses on a document. Can you certify it? You can certify from two kitubot. If you see they sign in the kitubah and we see it's the same signature, we could, we could uh, certify it. Or from two fields that got sold. Who That's only if the the fields were able to have three years of chazakai after the signatures, without anyone contesting it. But if someone contests it, so then who says that the witnesses are good? You can't use that star of mechila if... It's contested. Another condition that you have to have if you want to certify these these uh, witnesses' signatures from another document is that it can't be the same person presenting the document. So, in other words, let's say Shimon is presenting this document that Ruvein owes him money. Shimon can't be the one to also come with another document that's a, a, a sale with these witnesses because we'll say maybe Shimon forged both documents it has to be that Shimon is the one who comes with this document and Levi or Yehuda comes with the second document and that's what we're talking about okay so says the Gemara what's the difference that if, the, if it's not under the same guy that Shimon can't bring it if you're worried that maybe Shimon forged both of them Maybe he went, saw the document by Shimon, even if Levi is the one who brings it, why aren't we worried that maybe Levi went to Shimon, saw the document, forged the signature and came back? Moses said, no. It's very hard to forge someone else's document unless it's in front of you that you're able to do it. And therefore, um, therefore we assume that if, since... He doesn't have the document. He didn't forge it. This is an interesting Let's say <coughs> the rabbi is a witness to a certain thing, and he's afraid he'll forget the details. So he's allowed to write notes for himself. He can write notes in a, in a notebook, and later when they come and say, "Oh, were you at the document? Were you at the sale? Did you see what happened?" Yes. And I wrote down X, Y, Z. Oh, you wrote down X, Y, Z. Ah, okay. So that means that that, that the guy is allowed to rely on his notes to testify. He doesn't have to remember it. head, he can rely on his notes. Amar Avuna Avuna says, Has to be that he remembers it himself. Which means he has to remember the incident uh, the details he can write down, but he can't not remember anything and just rely on what he wrote down. You got it? That's okay. it. You with me? I'm or no? no, I'm trying. I'm right. okay. okay, one more time. You have Rabbi Stevie. He comes, they say, come be a, be a witness as Victor's getting married. We want you to be a witness at the wedding. Now, a witness at the wedding, he's got to know, this is the kalah, this is the t'chata, the things you saw, who the witness is. remember all these things. He's not gonna remember, he's got other things on his mind. So he goes home and he writes down his notebook, his yellow notebook, okay, Victor got married, but Hashem and the great girl gonna have Mazaltov, and this is the witnesses, blah, blah 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 Okay? Of course, now if later someone asks, Were you at the wedding? I said, Oh yeah, I remember. Oh, who are the witnesses? I go home, I check my pen. Can I testify in Peteen about it? Or oh, no, you don't remember, you didn't remember, you just wrote checked your bed. You can't testify. Ah, uh-huh, okay. So we're saying yes, you can testify, but only if you remember the whole thing. If you can't remember Victor's wedding at all, then it doesn't work. <laughs> That's according to Ravona Rav Huna. Rabbi Yochanan says no. Alpha If you wrote it down, even if you remember it all, you could rely on it. Am Rabbah, Swami Rabiokran, Baitre yadis Haduta we learn from this case the same way he could rely on his yellow notepad let's say two witnesses saw something and one forgot about it one could remind the other one what's the difference if I remind my friend or if or what's the difference if I remind my friend or if the notebook reminds him it's the same thing you got a thing Rabbi takes from Yochanan's rule and he extends it to a friend. Victor, are you with us or no? Let's say I I was a witness at at, at the selling of your house, right? I don't remember the details. Me and Shimshin, right? And you you, you decide you're buying a big house. Me and Shimshon are your witnesses. Now, we wait a little bit and we come and we... Uh, you say, Rabbi, you remember? I don't remember. Shimshin remembers. So Shimshin comes and tells me, Rabbi, you remember? We were there. It was a big apartment building. He was buying the whole apartment building, 600 million dollars. Oh, and the details and the abit and the thing. And the... Oh, yeah, I remember. Now I remember. Is Shimshin allowed to do that? or well, I have to remember on my own if I want to testify. Mm. So we're saying the same way Rabbi Yochanan says I can rely on my notebook. So, too, I can rely on Shimshin. What's the difference? Uh-huh. Okay we have a question what happens if Shimshin isn't the one who reminds me what if Victor is the one who reminds me now here it's a little bit worse Shimshin reminds me he's not involved if Victor reminds me he's the one who wants me to remember because he wants me to be a witness do we let Victor remind me or Shimshin, yes but not Victor you hear the, question? Do I hear the question? That's the question. So, Ramchaviva Amar, Afilo Atzmor, Chaviva says, No, even Victor is good. More bread Rashi, Amar, no, atzmo, He says, No, Victor can't remind you. Hilchata, Atzmor Hakha is, We don't rely on Victor, we're afraid that Victor is going to throw in a few details. Remember, remember, remember I bought it, remember, the, and you remember he told me. That I could have, that, if, if, that if it doesn't produce money, I could also take his other house? He's going to throw in extra details because if he sees, I don't remember, we're afraid Victor will throw in extra details. Shimshim, we're not worried about, but Victor, you never know with this guy. Uh-huh. Just, just an example, Victor, relax. Okay? What's that? I think you know, in, in, in the law, they the it like playing with the witnesses that day distract their minds, like that. Yeah, it could be. Says the if it's a young Tamil Ha'am, then you can even have the guy rely him, remind him, because a Tamil Ha'am won't allow anyone to throw in any extra details that he doesn't remember. So if it's not a Tamir ha-ham, then no. But a Tamil Ha'am, we can even allow the person to remind him like the famous case of Ravashi, right? He knew about testimony to Rav Kahana. Amalai told him, Midahi Haisuda, you remember this testimony? is no, I don't remember. So Rav Kahana needed him, Ravashi to remember that he was a witness for him. Ravashi forgot. Do you Don't you remember it was like this and like this? I'm a lawyer. He's I don't remember. Le sof in the end, itker vashi vashi remembered. Vashi day and he testified for him. Chazya Kahana David Mechasem. So he looks at Rav Kahana and he sees that Kahana is looking at Rav Ashi very funny because he's saying, "How come you testify You didn't remember." i let me say with alachas machina. You think I relied on you and I testified? No. I now did my own nafshivad I remembered on my own, and that's why I I I, I testified. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, once you're on the to- topic of test of remembering something, we're going to talk about remembering in a completely different case. In this case, we have a, a grave marker, and sometimes people would would um, would mark graves, right? Because a crane can't walk next to a grave. Okay. So. People wouldn't bury anyone on 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 the road because it's bad for kohanim. Okay. Unless yeah. it's a place where no one would come. So the Gemara says, let's say you see a mound of dirt on the side of the road, right? Uh-huh. Right. Hakrovot ben lair ben if it's close to the city and people are around, then whether it's new or whether it's old, either way, they're tameh. We assume that someone must have buried someone there. If they're far from the cities where a woman wouldn't normally walk there, then chadashot, if they're new, tarot, and they're, then, they're, then they're, they're tahor. We don't assume that there's a dead body there. Right? Why? Because if it's new, you'd remember it. Oh yeah, someone died there. But if Yeshinot, if they're old, then they're because we assume that everyone forgot. So Mara says, Ezu Likrova, what's close to the city? Shena, what's old? Shishim Shena, sixty years old. I don't remember it. No, maybe if you, you do, let me know if we did. Rabbi Yehuda Kirovah. If it's close, Zushi and Kirovah. That's if there's no mounds closer than it. Yeshina, old she'en Adam Zocherah. That nobody remembers it. So it's different. He has a different shot What's called no one remembers it. My ear. What's a city? My Derech. If you say a city is a city and a road is a road, what do you mean? We have a rule that Safek Tuma is Tahor. This is says. Even even if we have a rumor, we're going to make say that Eretz is Tahor. Here too, we should say it's Tahor. When we say a city, it means a city that's close to a cemetery. And derech, we said a road, and that a road is tamer, it means derech betekarot, the road to the cemetery. If you find it there, it's no good. Whereas it's derech I understand why it could be possible that someone would bury somebody next to a, a cemetery, on a road to a cemetery. Why? Sometimes it's Ben Hashim Once I'll call you guys right back in one minute, okay? I'll call you guys right I'll call you right back, Victor, and you'll, you'll call Shem So, we're trying to figure out, It's I understand on the of the HaKevalot, it's possible someone could bury someone on the side of the Beet HaKevalot. Because there's sometimes that they're trying to bury somebody, uh, or, or uh, and uh, it's almost a Shabbat, and they'll end up burying him on the side of the road in some kind of tail, in some kind of uh, uh, mound. But if you have a, a, a city that's next to the Beit HaKevrot, why would they, if a city next to a why would they bury somebody there? After all, after all, they, uh, if you're sitting next to Beth Kulot everyone's going to bury in the Beth you're right next to Beth Kulot why would they bury on anywhere bes- anywhere besides the this, this cemetery so why should we worry about a mound that maybe there's a dead body there and it's Tameh no one would bury anyone there no <laughs> no So it says like this. Uh, Yes, it's true a regular dead body would not be buried there. But sometimes a woman will have a miscarriage and she has to bury the miscarried baby somewhere so that they don't make a whole big deal. And um, if if it's next to the town, so she'll feel comfortable going alone up to 50 amot. But if it's a secluded area, it's dangerous for a woman to go to a secluded area. So therefore, she would not... She's not going to bury it there. That's why we said. When it's close to the city, it's close to the city. Make right on the next one, the second line. Okay. When it's close to the city, that's when we uh, we we worry that there's someone buried there, right? I'm We we learn from a mayor the rule. Which means we see from here, from this statement of Rameer, where he said that recently means 60 years, that means that a person remembers testimony for 60 years. So we're going to bring this whole thing back to our subject. We were talking about do the Aiden remember the testimony, right? Do the witnesses remember the testimony or not? And can you remind you? From here, we see that just like this cemetery, right? We say that up to 60 years it's called new and a person will remember so too when it comes to witnesses the witnesses remember testimony for up to 60 years but if the guy's an 80 year old and it's a 65 year old testimony then we don't trust him Velohi, <laughs> the verse is not necessarily is that true why ya <laughs> when it comes to a grave people don't think about graves too much they don't try to remember oh i always i don't want to forget when where, you know where that grave of of the, the, the miscarriage baby was or um, if in the other case of where a person's limbs fall off he's losing a limb he buried the limb the limb is also tamer people aren't remembering those things and that's why they don't only remember for 60 years but when it comes to testimony where I called this guy to be a witness on a, the sale of an apartment building that's a big thing that people are supposed to remember and since people are supposed to remember you might remember it even more than 60 years and therefore, just because you see that 60 years is the limit When it comes to remembering graves you, you can't extrapolate from that That 60 years is the limit To remember anything And it's not necessarily true Even longer than 60 years A person can remember Is that clear, guys? Yeah Okay We're going to start, start the Mishnah tomorrow Baruch Amen